This Wellness Couch podcast proudly brought to you by Dr. M's presentation at the upcoming Wellness Summit, The Good, Bad and Ugly of Stress. Catch Dr. M, your favorite Wellness Couch hosts, a world-class wellness exhibition and more than 600 like-minded people at The Wellness Summit, August 17 and 18 in Melbourne. Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress... Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 93rd episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress, so you can be the queen of your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our BQS Live event on August 21st, 2019 with the beautiful Kim Morrison. We'll be touching on all things self-care, self-love, and without being selfish. To grab your tickets, all details are in the show notes. Now, back to the episode. In a nutshell, what sort of time frame are we looking at for some of these things that you're talking about? Because they don't have, as you mentioned, they don't have to take very long and they don't have to be expensive. I think the most important thing to remember is that a self-care ritual does not have to cost you a lot of time or money. So to me, when I first read a book, and I think it was Happiness Now by Thich Nhat Hanh, the Tibetan Buddhist monk, I remember thinking when I had young children, you know, I'd learnt transcendental meditation and then the minute I had a baby, that seemed to go out the window. <laughs> and, and then I was like, I almost begrudged the fact that I didn't make time for that. Then I read his book, Happiness Now, I'm pretty sure that was the one, and he talked about these micro moments, and meditation is actually not about sitting there in cross-legged position, you know, saying, um, it is actually being really present and mindful. So I taught myself with my children when they were little to be really present in, in little moments. So I couldn't, and I, I dare challenge any of us in the human experience to be fully present every moment of every day. It might be a bit of a challenge for most of us unless we were maybe Buddha or Jesus or um, some sort of Hindu god perhaps. But in the reality, most of us, our brains have thousands and thousands of thoughts each day. So to stay fully present is in fact an art. And therefore to me it was like, well, how do I do this? And so as I was cutting up dinner, um, you know, if I cut into a tomato, you would see that if you, if you stop and cut a tomato in half, it is actually incredible what nature has provided. And if you look closely, you will see there's four very distinct chambers when you cut it in half. And there's things that we may not know about, but things like lycopene that is present in a tomato is incredibly good for heart health. And yet here's this tomato looking like a heart with four chambers when you cut it in half. And then I studied that further and realized that there's a thing called the doctrine of signatures. And when you look at the way plants can communicate with humans, I mean, think about an avocado when you cut it in half, um, particularly the side with the pip still in it. It looks very much like a womb that's got mm. a baby or pregnancy. And therefore, you would know that the fats and the beautiful minerals and vitamins that make up that exquisite avocado are extremely good for hormone health and for pregnancy. Or look at the leaves of a tree. So, you know, eucalyptus, rosemary, tea tree. When you think about those plants that have really high aromatic substances that are taken from them called essential oils, the leaves help the plant breathe, if you like. And what do those oils or those herbs do for us? They're incredibly good for our lung health. 
So if we just even take a moment to acknowledge what nature provides in bountifuls and how we can use what she communicates to us, again, being mindful of what she has on offer, then it makes sense that leaf oils um, are very good for helping our lungs or the, the fruit oils are very, very good um, for, the, uh, for helping reproduction and digestive health or that you look at the, the woody oils and they're really good for helping to build strong um, layers of our skin. And I think that's what I love about um, the timing of things. You know, the three seconds of looking at a tomato as you cut it that's, that's meditation. That is mindfulness, man. That is looking right at that beautiful plant or imagining the farmer that grew it. And this might sound a bit wacko or like I've take, I might have snorted some of these things. But at the same time, it's, it's actually really beautiful. If you are with a child, a young child that's just starting to talk, their fascination with ants on the ground is mindfulness and, and being fully present. Their fascination with how it feels to have water running through their fingers in a bath, that's mindfulness and that's meditation. So to me, it's really important to maybe think outside the square that meditation and these rituals taking lots of time. No, I'm asking you to be present as often as you can in everything that you're doing because it's the accumulation effect that then has us get to the end of the day and not feel like we're being battered, beaten, spat out. And I think that to me, in all honesty, it's a daily practice of these little rituals, micro moments, maybe for me because I'm an aromatherapist, it's using my spritzer. I have a ritual. I have a gong on my phone that goes off every hour on the hour. It's my reminder when I hear it, it sounds like one of those Tibetan Buddhist bowls. Um, and every time that gong goes off, that's my ritual to stand, stretch, spritz and smile and just take a couple of deep breaths so that I'm not glued to my computer the whole time. I do a daily body boost every morning where I take a teaspoon of carrier oil, three drops of my chosen blend and a couple of sprays of magnesium. And every morning I do a ritual from toe to head where I place a teaspoon of that blend over my whole body. So it's not a lot. It's just the ritual that I touch every single part of my body and give thanks to it. I thank my legs for everything they do. I thank my tummy for digesting the food. I thank my little fingers for being able to write and type. And I thank myself from the heart for, being, for getting through a day if it was challenging or for celebrating a day if it, even if it was boring or mundane. I celebrate the fact that I got to live another day. So... Probably my perspective is very much about stripping it back and going more micro than it is being really macro. So I think it's a, a really important tool and something around self-care I've learned is it's doing the little things often and well. I love that. I could listen to you for hours. If we had videos on, I'm just sitting here with a massive smile on my face thinking, hey, I'm a little bit hungry and I wouldn't mind a salad or a nice salsa right now with some tomato and avocado in it. Um, yeah. But I also love how, how simple that becomes for people. And, and it might seem challenging at first if you're used to being connected in all the wrong places and you're used to having a lot of distractions in, in your world is when you first start removing some of those distractions, it can be a bit of a challenge. You might get, feel like you're, you know, a limb's being cut off if you actually put your phone down while you're having a conversation with somebody or, or having a conversation with yourself perhaps. But I find um, those, micro, those micro moments you're talking about so important. A, a couple of years ago, I had such an emotional negative charge to the word meditation. I actually couldn't say the word meditation. I certainly wasn't attempting to meditate at that point, but I was trying to do as much mindfulness as possible. And so I think it's interesting when you start to shift 
your rituals or your habits or setting yourself new action steps is really being a bit gentle with yourself as well as you're starting to create some of these moments for yourself. But they, they can be such simple moments. And I love the simplicity that you just explained then, Kim. It's, it's so powerful. And I hope for BQS listeners that are listening today and listening down the track is that you understand it doesn't have to be difficult. And the things that I might like to do or the things that Kim might like, to, like loves to do and lights her up, you might want to be doing slightly different things that light you up. You might really dislike tomatoes and the thought of doing that particular exercise really doesn't float your boat. But the, the key to that is that it's, it's great to keep it simple and being connected to self through that self-care and self-love is, is just so important. Kim, in the work that you're doing, um, do you see a lot of people that are, are really disconnected? Yes, I think the the busyness of life and I think the stress and the pressures of life and the constant expectation to live up to perhaps a a perceived um, successful life on social media that other people are having, I think it is a challenge. And I'll I'll be the first to admit there are some days where I, I don't feel very connected because I've just been so busy doing things for so many others or doing things in ways that are you know, could even be challenging my health. So I think it is a daily practice. And if you look at the word stress, and I love the meaning, I heard this description many years ago, stress is a distorted relationship with time. Mm. And if you think about that, the only stress comes, the stress comes about when we are feeling like there's overwhelm or too many things. So in other words, not enough time to get everything done. And that stress sometimes is a good thing, as we know, and I'm sure you've communicated that many times, Mm. that some stress or a deadline or a live line, however you'd like to call that, but something there's no greater stress than a deadline, but it's a short period of time. Uh, However, when we have the accumulation of it and daily in and day out of it is when it can create more of a chronic um, response, and that's where we really, um, you know, we've let it go too far. And that's when illness or accidents or injury or disease will happen and and you've you've got to remember you are the master of your own destiny but no one will manage you the way you do and my mum always used to say to me when we were little that there is a part in your soul deep within your heart she'd always point to her heart that that is only available to you no one can ever hurt it and no one can ever take away from it and no one is ever going to be responsible for filling it either only you have the power to own that and however I took that on as a young girl it made me realize that deep down no one will look after me as well as I will Mm. no one will ever um, tell me how great I am as well as I can no one will ever be able to make me feel bad now you know and I can hopefully speak very openly I've been through a lot of challenges you know from sexual abuse as a young girl right through to losing all our money in a a terrible deal that went wrong my husband having anxiety and depression my sister-in-law taking her life Um, there has been a lot of things that I could say have accumulated and perhaps looking back on it you know they they could take you out if you like Mm. or, or you know make bring you to your knees and make you not want to live. And and I'm not saying I didn't feel those in the moment, but I realized that all the challenges and all the stresses and all the things that we endure, no one actually escapes it. No one actually goes through life unscathed and no one ever gets to their deathbed and says, hmm, I had a pretty cruisy time. Mm. So if we know that it's not a case of when, uh, I'm sorry, if stress will hit us or if um, feeling bad about ourselves or if being challenged, it's not a case of if, it's when. 
Mm. So therefore, what can I do to prepare myself for those moments of overwhelm, stress, tragedy, anxiety, or the times when life isn't going to be going so well? We know it's going to happen. The more prepared you are in your daily rituals around self-care and believing in who you are and knowing you've got what it takes, the more you do work on yourself, the greater gift that is to your friends, your family, and your community. Well, that's it for this week's episode, BQS listeners. I hope you enjoyed the second instalment with the brilliant Kim Morrison. Join us next week for the third instalment. Have an awesome week. I'll catch you next time. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. The 2019 Wellness Summit is almost here. I love being at these events. They're always such a great positive environment. It's been really great to um, listen to like-minded people and to um, meet a few people actually. I've been to every summit and I've been to every one and I'll always keep coming. It's always inspiring. It's been a real eye-opener. We're actually signed up to go to the Breakthrough now. It's very motivating. I think it's great to listen to people who are inspired. And there's always something to learn and something to take away. I think uh, for myself and giving myself that um, opportunity to, to learn. There's so much going on in life and everything that you can get distracted and forget the things that you should be doing. And this always reminds you to get back on track and, and um, to focus on the things that are important, a holistic help. Just do it, yeah. Just yeah, suck it up and do it. It's, uh, it could be life-changing, yeah. I would say it's awesome and it's the start of changing your life. Come along, see what it's about, and enjoy it. It's an amazing event with like-minded, positive people, and you can't help but um, walk away feeling great. Positive Mentor presents the 2019 Wellness Summit, August 17 and 18 in Melbourne. Can you afford to miss out? Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.